Do you feel anxious and depressed about aging? Do you lack energy, vitality and constantly feel sluggish and exhausted? Is your confidence declining and really holding you back in life? Is it stopping you from making the money you want, having the career of your dreams or finding true love? Do you feel lost and confused about your future with no idea about your passion and purpose and feel stuck and unsure about how to move forward in your life? Introducing the Thrive Over 40 Transformation Programme. In this 12-week transformation program, women over 40 will shift from anxiety and overwhelm about aging, reclaim lost energy and rekindle their purpose, rediscover their inner power, vitality and newfound sense of confidence, which will pave the way for them to thrive and lead a fulfilling life. For more information, visit the show notes. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of the Empowerment Project podcast. Today we are on episode 41, The Price of Procrastination. Now, in today's episode, I'm going to dive in to the consequences of procrastination and the impact it is having on our personal and professional development. Now, this is a topic that I know so many of you struggle with, myself included. So understanding the lessons within this episode is crucial for anyone who is struggling and seeking to overcome what can often seem like a paralyzing grip of procrastination. I'm also going to be sharing my own personal battles with procrastination and how it's really held me back in the past. And if I'm honest, how I still to this day have to work on not procrastinating in my life. I'm also going to share when procrastination can actually help you and how it can be a good thing. So what exactly is procrastination and why is it an issue? Procrastination is the act of delaying or postponing tasks that you know you need to do. This can be due to many reasons, including a lack of motivation, focus, fear fear of failure, overwhelm or feeling stressed. Procrastination could look like putting off studying for an exam until the last minute, delaying work on an important project or avoiding household chores by engaging in non-essential activities. I have personally lost count the amount of times that I have my day all planned out, you know, for my business, or I've got an important task I need to get done, and I have just ended up doing mindless activities such as, I don't know, hanging out the washing or ordering something that I desperately need on Amazon instead. Procrastination is not just a time management issue. It is a barrier to success, growth, happiness and fulfillment. I want you to ask yourself, what is the price that you are currently paying by constant procrastination in your own life? Is procrastination stopping you from making that appointment with a professional or putting off having a test done or starting a health journey that you've been telling yourself that you need to start? Is procrastination stopping you from having a difficult conversation with your partner, colleague or boss that you know needs to happen? Is procrastination preventing you from doing something that you know is going to bring you joy and fulfillment, such as starting a business, writing a book or getting on that dating site to find love again? If you've answered yes to any of those questions or you recognise that you procrastinate in your life, then this is the episode for you. So during today's episode, we are going to explore the psychological aspects behind procrastination to address the root causes and triggers. I will guide you through the key insights to help you break free from this cycle and allow you to unlock your full potential. I will share the actionable strategies that have helped me personally the most. 
And I'm also going to share when procrastination can be a good thing and when to use it to help you move forward in certain situations. So by the end of this episode, you're going to gain practical insights into your own procrastination tendencies and be armed with lots of strategies in order to overcome them, which will increase your productivity and improve your mental well-being. So let's start by understanding and exploring the different types of psychological triggers of procrastination. So the first one is the need for long-term pleasure, sorry, the need for short-term pleasure over long-term gain. So one of the factors that can often trigger procrastination is the anticipation of short-term pleasure, such as engaging in enjoyable activities, which can often override the desire for long-term benefits, which you obviously receive from completing a difficult task or something that challenges you that you know that you should be doing instead. So... What I mean by this is I want you to picture your brain, okay? Imagine that your brain is split into two halves. And on one side of your brain, you've got the devil. And on the other side of your brain, you have an angel. Now, both sides are trying to persuade you that their side is better. Now, the devil loves doing things that bring that instant gratification, like scrolling through social media and binge watching your favorite TV shows. And on the other hand, The angel knows that it's sometimes better to sacrifice instant gratification in order to reap more meaningful rewards in the long term. The problem is that we are constantly seeking that dopamine hit. So dopamine is the hormone that gives you feelings of um, pleasure and reward. So it can be so easy to be lured into doing things that give us instant short-term happiness. Think scrolling on social social media instead of tackling that to-do list, grabbing a takeaway over cooking a healthy meal from scratch, or burying our emotions with alcohol instead of processing our feelings in a healthy way through therapy, coaching, or counselling. When you find yourself being lured by the devil, I would encourage you to listen to the angel more often and remind yourself that while while instant joy feels good, the long-term satisfaction that comes from completing tasks, having that difficult conversation or sticking to your health goal will bring you a much more deeper sense of accomplishment and fulfillment in the long run. Number two, fear, fear of failure or perfectionism. Now, this is something that I can personally really resonate with. So I am someone who definitely used to describe themselves as a bit of a perfectionist. I'd be, I would spend so much time trying to get concepts, ideas, projects, pretty much anything absolutely perfect. Now, this would often stop me from achieving the things that I wanted to get done in my life, things that I wanted to achieve. It would mean that projects would take double the amount of time and this led to a lot of anxiety, stress and overwhelm on my part. So last year, I made the decision to hire a business coach who explained the importance of niching within my coaching business. So this basically means narrowing down the type of person that I would work with. When prior to this, I was open to working with anyone, you know, be it men, women, with a variety of different problems. Now, let me tell you, niching was something that I procrastinated on for months. I was worried that I was making the wrong decision and I just had so much resistance to niching. However, I soon realized that this fear 
of making the wrong decision, the perfectionist tendencies that I had and procrastinating was stopping me from moving forward. The longer I procrastinated in not making a decision, the longer I stayed exactly where I was. When we make a decision, it actually moves us forward, whether that be the wrong decision or the right decision. So obviously, if you make the right decision, that's amazing. But if the decision necessarily isn't necessarily the right decision for you, it still allows us to pivot and actually change direction. Either way, you're moving forward. And when you procrastinate, think about what's happening. Think about what happens when you don't make a decision through procrastination. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. You stay stuck exactly where you were to begin with. When we have fears that we won't meet our own or others' expectations, it can often lead to us delaying starting a task to avoid potential disappointment or criticism. Now, this is important that when you find yourself in this position to ask yourself, what matters the most, progress or perfection? And to also remind yourself that perfect doesn't actually exist. It's just an illusion. Now, if you struggle with perfectionism, I highly recommend going back and listening to episode 30 of my podcast, which is called Breaking Free from from the Chains of Perfectionism, which goes into this topic in a lot more deeper, in a lot more detail and a much deeper level. Number three, procrastination can often be triggered by overwhelm or stress. Now, procrastination can often occur when the sheer volume or the complexity of a task feels really overwhelming. Now, one of my least favorite tasks used to be putting the washing away, like the clothes washing I'm I'm talking about. So putting the laundry away. A wash cycle would finish and I would then put the clothes on an area to dry. And when they were dry, I would then put them away in a washing basket and shut this washing basket in a way, away in a cupboard where I couldn't see it, telling myself that I would put it away when I finished a next cycle of laundry. Now, this of course never happened. And before I knew it, there would be not one washing basket full with clothes, but two washing baskets piled up with clean clothes. And then because I'd run out of space, these clothes would then migrate to the dining table. Now this sheer, have like by looking at the sheer amount of washing that I had to put away would lead me to feeling so overwhelmed that I would procrastinate even more. Now, the brain's response to stress can lead to a sense of feeling paralysed, making it really challenging just to get started and take action. And when we feel this way, we will delay tasks as a way of temporarily avoiding the stress associated with them and as a way of momentarily escaping the overwhelm that we are feeling. Now, by recognising these intrigues, by recognizing these triggers, it actually empowers us to disrupt this cycle. Now, for me, I recognize that the more my washing pile grew, the more I procrastinated. So in order to combat that, I now put away the washing as soon as it's dry. So obviously, I'll get a wash cycle done, it'll be dried, and then I'll put it away straight away. 
Now, because it is a relatively small um, washing pile, my brain now doesn't kick up too much of resistance in order to do this. So I know that it's going to take me, what, about five minutes. So I'm like, do you know what? Let me just get it done. It's also much kinder to my nervous system not having to see piles and piles of washing every time I open up the cupboard, um, the cupboard under my stairs, which is where I used to keep my laundry. Now, what are the exact, what are the steps that you can take in order to beat procrastination? So now we understand the price of procrastination and the different triggers, let's talk about how we can actually beat it. I'm going to share with you the exact steps that you can take in order to beat procrastination. Step number one, break it down. Divide your task into smaller, more manageable parts. Now, this makes the overall goal seem less intimidating and allows by allows for a step-by-step -step approach. Something that I find really helps me is to set an alarm for a specific time, say 45 minutes, and tell myself that I will work on this task for that amount of time, and then afterwards, I can treat myself to a break and do something that will give me a nice dopamine hit once that time's up. Now, this could be don't know sitting down with a nice cup of coffee or it could be allowing myself to have a quick scroll on social media or just having the satisfaction of knowing that I've actually done what I said I was going to set out to do. Number two set realistic goals. Now establishing achievable objectives and recognizing that perfection is not attain attainable. Aim for progress over perfection reminding yourself that the actions are not set in stone and that you can pivot at any time. So if like, you know, if you make a choice and that's not necessarily the right choice for you, it doesn't matter. It's not set in stone. You can change your mind at any time. And remember, perfect does not exist. Number three, change your mindset. Focus on the process rather than the outcome and embrace any mistakes as learning opportunities and understand that imperfections are a natural part of any journey. We're not always going to have everything figured out, okay? Number four, establish deadlines. Now, creating self-imposed deadlines for each task to instill a sense of urgency is an amazing way that you can be that you can beat procrastination. This can actually counteract the tendency to delay a task or something that you need to get done. Now, this has been a game changer for me personally because I'm on my own boss. I don't have anyone saying, right, Katrina, you need to get this done by, I don't know, X time, or this needs to be done by, I don't know, say Wednesday or Thursday. I don't have anyone dictating to me when I need to complete a project. So by setting a timer, time blocking something out in my calendar and supporting my focus on this task by switching off like my phone notifications have worked really, really well for me and helped me beat procrastinations. Number five, seek support. So share your goals with a friend, a mentor or a coach who can, pro who can provide encouragement and perspective is a really good way of beating procrastination. Having someone to hold you accountable can be a really powerful motivator. There are actually many online virtual sites where you can sign up and work alongside a designated partner in order to complete a project. So you start by stating what you're going to do and what you want to achieve at the beginning of each session. You then work virtually alongside each other in order to complete that task that you need to get done. And then afterwards, you can check in with each other. So 
we spoke about how you can actually avoid procrastination and how it can be quite detrimental to your progress and your growth. However, let's speak about when procrastination can actually work in your favor. So I've made it clear, like I've said, that procrastination can often be really detrimental to us. However, there will be times when procrastination can actually help you. So think of those times when you are deep in a project and you've been working diligently for hours and hours and you're trying to come up with an idea and you keep hitting a brick wall. It can actually be really good practice just to step away, put some space between you and the task by getting out, getting some fresh air or having a break to really contemplate what you want in order to make a decision. So this can often give you the necessary clarity that you need that can act as a reset to our minds. So when we come back, we can come back with better clarity, better insight and a better energy in order to complete the task make the decision or receive a download in receive a download in order to move you forward. So to summarize, procrastination can be something that stops us dead in our tracks, but armed with a deeper understanding of its roots and practical strategies, you can overcome it. Now this post serves as a guide to reclaiming control over your time and unlocking your true potential. If you're really battling with procrastination and you're at a point where it's causing you real anguish and preventing you from moving forward in your life and you're ready to break free, then you might want to consider working with me as your coach. Together, we can navigate the hurdles and obstacles, set meaningful goals and cultivate the habits necessary for sustained success. Pop me a message to arrange your free strategy session to see how I can help you move forward. Now that's it for this week, guys. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Love and light as always, and I'll speak to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. I really appreciate and value your time. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share and leave a star rating. It would really mean so much to me and also help the pod to reach more people. If you want to get more content from me, pop along to my free Facebook community group, The Empowerment Project, where you can expect everything mindset, manifestation and personal development. The link is in the show notes.